Welcome to the Guitar Music Theory Podcast. I'm Desi Serna, author of Fretboard Theory, Guitar Picking Mechanics, Guitar Theory for Dummies, and more. This podcast features free guitar lessons that focus on music theory for guitar, including guitar scales, chords, progressions, modes, composition techniques, improvisation, and more. The lessons are geared toward intermediate level players on up. You can follow along on either an acoustic or electric guitar. Bass players can take away a lot from the lessons too. Today's podcast episode is a previous recording in which you learn what modes are and how to play modal scales. Modes are more important than most musicians realize because everything is in a mode. This lesson is based on my book, Fretboard Theory, Chapter 8. Hi, this is Desi Serna, and in today's free guitar lesson, I'm going to introduce you to the concept of guitar modes, or modal scales. Now, this information is suitable for intermediate and advanced level guitar players, uh, and you'll need to have some experience with major scale patterns and chord progressions in order to uh, understand this material. Guitar modes, uh, or modal scales, or church modes, are the seven different ways that the major scale can function in music. You know, the major scale has seven notes, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and any one of the notes can function as the root. Uh, each root, or each mode, has its own tonality and sound characteristics. And uh, since all music is either based directly in a major scale or thought of uh, in relation to a major scale, everything is actually in a mode, uh, or sometimes a song might be in multiple modes. So understanding modes is uh, critical to uh, not only developing a strong knowledge of uh, you know, guitar music theory, but also understanding the music that you listen to and the songs that you play. Uh, the topic of modes has probably created more confusion among musicians and guitar players than any other uh, musical concept. And the reason for this is that much of the information out there that's available about modes is actually incorrect. If not incorrect, it's, it's very misleading. So in this lesson, I hope to clear up some of the confusion and get you on the right track.
All right, first thing, modes or modal scales are not patterns. Uh, what I mean is you don't have to learn any new patterns. You don't have to learn additional patterns in order to play modes. Modes are based on the same patterns as the major scale. In order to understand the theory behind modes, you first actually need to understand the major scale. So let's talk about the major scale for a second. All right, the notes of the major scale are actually scattered all over the guitar fretboard. Now, uh, when guitar players learn the major scale, instead of trying to tackle the whole pattern at once, you know, the, the whole big pattern that covers the whole neck, uh, what you do is you break it up into pieces and you work on just memorizing one position at a time. And there's a couple different ways to do this. You know, sometimes uh, guitar players are taught, uh, you know, the whole major scale in five pieces or seven or six. And it really doesn't matter how you break it up so long as you can cover the major scale uh, in each position. And you can connect all the pieces to complete the whole scale template that covers the whole fretboard. Now, it's important to remember that However you, break up the pat uh, however you break up the whole scale, the patterns individually uh, are not something new. In other words, uh, you know, each pattern on its own is not a separate scale. When you break up the whole major scale pattern into different positions, you're just playing pieces. So all of them are just simply pieces of the whole unit. They all have a unique shape, uh, you know, and a unique fingering but they're all just pieces of the same scale, same notes. All right, let's talk about uh, some chord theory next. Uh, the major scale, the notes of the major scale can be uh, stacked, and you can build uh, major and minor triads and major and minor chords. You can go through the whole scale and you can build a triad and a chord for each uh, scale degree. The major scale can be played over any one of its, uh, of its notes or chords. So for example, uh, the key of G, which is what I'm playing in here, you know, it includes the chords uh, G, A minor, B minor, C, D, E minor, and uh, F sharp minor flat 5. So the major scale can be played uh, over any one of those chords, actually. You know, uh, the G major scale doesn't have to just be played over G ma a G major chord. It can be played over any chord in the key. Uh, G major can be played over an A minor chord, or a B minor chord, or a C chord, because those chords are built and stem from uh, the G major scale notes. Now, let me uh, uh, play the G major scale over a G chord here, I'm going to be using a, uh, a looping device, a little pedal, uh, and I've pre-recorded some, uh, just a, a little rhythm tracks I can play over. 
And this is important because in order to understand the modal concept, you do have to actually uh, hear uh, a scale mixed with a root or a chord or, or a chord progression. So all the theoretical explanations in the world won't get the point across. You know, you got to hear this. So I'm going to cue up a little rhythm here that's based on a G major chord. And I'm going to play the G major scale notes over the top. I'm not going to put any thought into this. I'm not going to try to make it sound fancy. I'm just going to simply play through the pattern. And I just want you to listen to uh, the sound that's uh, created. All right, that sound that you heard is just a typical, uh, happy, major scale sound. Now, uh, in order to produce this type of sound, all I have to do is play the G major scale notes over a G chord. I can play the G major scale notes in any position, any pattern. I can start in any note. I can move through the scale in any uh, fashion. Uh, it doesn't, it, you know, it doesn't matter... Um, you know, what note I start on, switching to a different G major scale position or pattern is not going to change the sound because they are still G major scale notes. All right, now what I'm going to do is I'm going to move to the second chord in the key of G, this uh, A minor. And I've got a rhythm track prepared that's, uh, that revolves around an A minor chord. It produces an A minor tonality. And uh, I'm going to let the track play. I'm going to play the same G major scale notes over the top and listen to how the sound of these notes completely changes. Here we go. that the same notes suddenly uh, no longer sound you know like a typical happy major scale they've got a dark minor jazzy tonality to them now so the question is if I was playing the same exact notes why did the sound change well this is the modal concept you see mixing uh, scales and chords is just like mixing colors. Uh, yellow and blue make green, but red and blue make purple, a completely different color. So likewise, the G major scale over its first scale degree, uh, G, makes uh, what's called the Ionian mode sound, or the Ionian scale. And the same G major scale notes played over its second degree, uh, or second chord, A minor, creates what's called the Dorian mode, or, or the Dorian scale. And what's interesting is that, you know, it doesn't matter what kind of pattern or position you're actually playing in, or how you phrase the scale, or what, what note you start on. Uh, the sound is actually uh, created just by simply mixing the scale and the, uh, and the chord, or the root that you're playing it over. In order to understand 
how colors change when you mix them is something you have to see. And likewise, in order to understand uh, what modes are, you have to hear them. You got to hear how the scale changes as you mix it with uh, different chords. All of the theoretical explanations in the world are just not going to get the point across. Uh, you must actually play modes to hear them. In fact, many music theory concepts have to be applied before you'll understand them, and modal scales are no exception. There are seven notes in the major scale. Uh, or seven chords. And so there are uh, seven possible modes. You know, each mode has its own unique sound characteristics and it has its own special Greek name. The seven Greek mode names are Ionian, Dorian, Phrygian, Next is the Lydian mode. Then Mixolydian mode. By the way, this one is also sometimes called the dominant scale. Next is Aeolian mode. also called the natural minor scale. And the uh, last one is Locrian mode. The modal scale names are the same on the guitar as they are on every other instrument. Uh, this type of music theory is relative to all musicians. Now let's talk about the best way to go about learning guitar modes. Modes spring from the understanding and application of other musical concepts. So to learn modes, the first thing you need to do is learn major scale patterns. Now I've got a whole podcast episode dedicated to uh, learning major scale patterns and I uh, teach you the best way to practice and how to cover the whole fretboard and how to transpose and all that good stuff. Major scale patterns are also covered at length. Uh, including uh, diagrams and stuff in my book, Fretboard Theory. And the reason why you need to start with major scale patterns is because all of the different modes or modal, modal scales are just simply different ways of applying the major scale patterns. Uh, this is where a lot of people get uh, uh, confused because many instruction books or videos approach modes as if they were different scales and teach them as if they were patterns. And that's just simply not true. I mean, theoretically, I guess you could think of them that way. But, uh, you know, in, in practice, that's not how the uh, modal concept works. So you don't need to learn any new patterns for Dorian mode. You don't need to learn any Phrygian mode patterns or, and so on. Just learn how to cover the whole guitar neck with major scale notes or patterns, learn how to uh, transpose those patterns, in other words, you know, just shift that scale template to different positions in order to play in different keys, and then learn how to use the major scale. 
learn how to play some riffs and some melodies and some guitar solos and learn how to play some uh, some popu popular songs and stuff. I reference this uh, this stuff in my book Fretboard Theory, and I also uh, give you some good song examples in my podcast episode devoted to this topic. So that's what you need to do first. You got to make sure that you uh, have learned the major scale and, uh, and you're able to use it. And then the next thing you want to do is learn about guitar chord progressions and playing by numbers. This would include learning how the notes of the major scale are stacked to make uh, triads and to make chords. And you want to learn about the major minor chord sequence that emerges with the scale. Uh, it's also a number sequence. If you've ever heard people expressing a chord progression by numbers, you know, uh, one, four, five, or one, six, two, five, they're talking about uh, playing through the intervals of the major scale, you know, the first scale interval, the fourth scale interval, and the fifth scale interval, and then it's expected that you understand what type of chord each one of those scale intervals uh, makes. Uh, once you learn about chord progressions, you know, you want to learn how to play chord progressions in different keys, and you want to learn some of the common chord progressions that are used a lot, and you should learn, you know, as many songs as possible. Uh, in other words, you should, you should take that, that chord progression information and actually apply it to real music and real songs so that you start thinking about songs and music uh, by number. Guitar chord progressions and playing by numbers are taught uh, at length in my book, uh, Fretboard Theory, and I also have a uh, DVD program uh, dedicated to this uh, topic, the three-hour DVD program, and I show you uh, how to learn all of this stuff by mapping out patterns on the fretboard. That's really the way the guitar players uh, uh, learn best, since everything has to be translated into patterns anyway on the fretboard. So you'll learn how to play through an entire major scale with chords and how to visualize it as a pattern and then how to shift that pattern around to play in different keys and I even talk about playing in the open position And of course, I give tons of examples of uh, uh, of common chord progressions in uh, in popular songs based on common uh, chord progressions. Now, once you get uh, uh, your major scales down and you, and you understand chord progressions, you're I mean you're almost all the way to where you need to be to understand modes because the way that the major scale should be applied, in other words, the way that you know how to play the right major scale over a song or a progression is by, is by analyzing the chord progression and determining which parent major scale the whole progression stems from. When you can do this, then you have identified the proper major scale that you would play over the top of that progression, you know, for melodies or riffs or solos or bass lines. And so, if you're able to do this, then you're actually already using the modal concept because it's not going to, it won't matter what type of progression you're uh, playing over or, or um, which scale interval the progression is revolving around. You know, you'll just, you'll just recognize it and just kind of connect the shapes. You know, oh, I see it. You know, all these chords fit into this key. I'll play this major scale over the top. And 
Uh, when you start looking at music, th music that way, uh, you get you get out of the rut of only looking at like the first chord in a song or only looking at what uh, appears to be the root and then just assuming that every scale you play over it has to be related to that. Like I said earlier, the G major scale isn't just played over a G major chord. It can be played over uh, uh, many chords in the key. And a lot of people make mistakes because they'll look at a song and they'll say, oh, it starts on a D major. So I guess I play D major scale, and they can't figure out why the notes sound sour. Um, or they'll say, oh, this song, you know, appears to revolve around an A minor, so I guess I play some type of A minor scale. And maybe it sounds right, maybe it doesn't. And if it doesn't, a lot of players don't understand what the problem is. Well, you need to start, uh, uh, you know, uh, thinking about music differently. You need to start analyzing chord progressions and considering all the chords in a progression, and you need to figure out what parent major scale do all of these chords together stem from. And that's how you'll learn how to properly apply the major scale. And you'll start doing things uh, that you probably would have never been able to figure out before. For example, you might have a chord progression that's a based on an A minor, yet you play the G major scale over it. Or you have a chord progression that's based on, that, that appears to revolve around a D major chord, yet you play the G major scale over it. See? And uh, this is basically the modal concept. Now, after you get major scales and chord progressions down, then the final step is, is to find some good instruction on modes where you can really delve uh, deeper into the uh, details and the sound characteristics of each mode. Um, and you can learn uh, some common uh, chord progressions. In other words, you know, Dorian mode is created by playing over the second major scale degree, uh, but you could, you don't have to just play that chord alone. You can play uh, chord progressions that revolve around that second uh, scale degree or that second chord. So you can learn about that. And then most importantly, if you find good modal instruction, you can uh, learn what types or which popular songs, uh, you know, are based on the um, different modes. Uh, all of this information is actually covered in my DVD. I have a, a DVD called Guitar Modes, the Modal Scales of Popular Music, and uh, it gets into all the details of modes and shows you how to start creating modal sounds. I show you how you can uh, uh, use modes in your own compositions and in your own improvisations, and I analyze uh, many popular songs and famous guitar solos uh, so that you can understand them from a modal perspective. Uh, you can sign up and get a free preview of, of my modal DVD or any of my other uh, uh, books or DVDs by just going to my website. But I do want to warn you, um, if you have not yet mastered major scale patterns and chord progressions, then you're wasting your time trying to get uh, more into the details uh, of modes. So just, uh, you know, pace yourself. All right, because the modal concept springs from other things. In fact, you know, with music, you know, each concept supports the next. So you don't you don't want to get ahead of yourself with anything and start studying advanced theories that you're just not ready.
that was my rhythm track that's based on the uh, second scale degree in the G major scale, A minor, producing uh, Dorian mode. You know, in order for you to uh, start to experience uh, uh, the modal sounds yourself, you're going to need to uh, have something to play over. So I'm using uh, a loop station, the Boss RC20 uh, loop station, you know, so I can play, I can put together uh, different layers of uh, rhythm and then I can play them back and play the scale over the top. Uh, a great practicing and, and, and performance tool to have. Maybe you've got uh, a recording device or some recording software and you can record yourself playing some rhythm. Or maybe you have a friend that you can uh, jam with and you could trade on and off. And what you want to do is just, you know, you can start in any key, and, you know, just, uh, you know, any major scale. Start with the first scale degree, play a little rhythm with that particular chord, and then uh, practice playing the major scale over the top and listen to the sound that's created. And then move to the second scale degree, play a little rhythm with that chord, uh, and then play the major scale over the top and listen to how the sound changes. And then so on. You can actually do this uh, through the entire scale. And uh, you can hear what each, uh, which each mode sounds like. In fact, this is really the best way to get started, uh, you know, uh, to learning this uh, modal concept. So, you know, if you've, if you've got books or, you know, programs on learning modes and they're teaching you different patterns for different modes or, or telling you to take, you know, a major scale and flat this or sharp this, you know what, just take that stuff and throw it in the garbage or, or, or burn it. Uh, it's, that type of information uh, is very misleading, and I think it's just going to confuse you more uh, by just sitting down and playing the major scale over its different chords. You can actually begin to really hear and experience, um, uh, you know, the modal concept. And I think it's going to be uh, a real eye opener. I think you'll have a lot of fun too. Well, thanks for listening. I hope this uh, free guitar lesson and this uh, information that I have given you um, has really helped you to understand, or at least begin to understand, not only the modal concept, but the value in, uh, in learning it. You know, a lot of people get so frustrated and confused with the modal concept that they think it's just, you know, it's something theoretical, uh, you know, it doesn't have any practical application. Of course, that simply isn't true. So I hope I have cleared up some misconceptions uh, for you. This concludes today's episode. Please rate this podcast and leave a positive review. Be sure to join my email list at guitarmusictheory.com in order to receive free guitar lessons and learn more about my instructional books and videos. Once subscribed, you're welcome to reply to any message with questions, and I'll get right back to you. Once again, the website is guitarmusictheory.com, and I'm Desi Serna. Keep listening, and let me know if you need any help.